Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Insane in the Fembrain. Brain. But before we get into it, uh, over on Insane in the Membrane this week, I have one of my favourite comedians uh, on the planet, Mr. Sean McLaughlin. It was a great chat with Sean, and it turns out he's a big fan of the podcast as well. I think I sent you a message a few, a couple months ago about this, because I was going on my, I started running during lockdown. Yes. I'm that, I'm that guy. <laughs> and I was listening to this podcast as I was running, and I and I just sort of was compelled to send it to you because I was like it, I always I always feel like I'm above <laughs> I'm such a fucking ego in it when you go like oh well, I'm a you know these things go oh yeah it's really it's helping me like podcasts helping me I'm always like I'm above all that okay I don't need a podcast to help me but genuinely I mean I, I don't know how whether this is a nice thing to hear or not but like I, re, I, re, I listened to a few of your episodes and it really levelled me out I oh, feel nice man so that's Sean McLaughlin over on Insane in the Membrane right now, all ready for you to stick it in your ears. So, let's get into it. Insane in the Fembrane coming at you. Uh, again, I hope everyone's doing all right. I hope you're looking after yourselves. Um, I'm doing all right, I think. You know, I think we, we're just trying to get by, aren't we? Like we say this every week, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, figure out, you're trying to navigate these murky waters at the moment and hopefully you've got people around you that are helping you out and you're helping them out. I hope you're doing all right. It's a, it's a weird old time. But take some solace in knowing that we are all in this together. We are, not the, not the government, I don't know what they're doing and they don't seem to think that we're all in this together. But you and I, us, we will get through this if we help each other out. Um, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. I'm doing a, I've got a bit of a day job going on, which is nice. I've got some gigs. I'm having a nice time. It's all right. It's all, it's all, we got, we're doing fine. Um, this week's guest is um, is plus size model, uh, Felicity Haywood. Um, Felicity Haywood was very, well, she was like sort of like the, one of the pioneers of changing the, changing the face of fashion. Like this, you know, for years, as you know, you know, it's always been, size zero models and and being stick thin was the way forward and, and felicity kind of was one of the ones that sort of changed all that you know we like really paved the way for you know how people view you know people how people view uh, models and and women in general and, and people in general because people aren't people are all different shapes and sizes and 
you know, and you see these shops that they don't, you know, the biggest thing they stock is a size 10 or whatever it is, and not many people are like that. It's not natural to be that small, is it? We're all living our lives and we're all, you know, we, we fluctuate, don't we? You know, and, and so, and Felicity was, she's, like I say, she's a pioneer in that field. She's really done so much to change the way we view these things. And uh, um, and she, she's a really nice woman. She's a really, she was really easy to talk to. Uh, again, she's a friend of Jade, so Jade, Jade hooked us up, and um, you know, and it was really nice to chat to her. I, there, there's a bit towards the end, Jade, that I, uh, with Felicity and I, and we talk about uh, Jade and I's, uh, yeah, you know, our relationship at the minute. You know, we're just we're having a time. You know, it's a tough old time. We're bumping up against each other a little bit, and we talk about that in the in the episodes. You know, we're just human beings. You know, we still love each other. We're just we're just figuring a few things out. So that that's towards the end. But um, it's a really nice conversation, and it, and it made it made me realise a few things as well. You know, your the way society tell like you know all that shit was drummed into us before, and sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I wish I was I wish I was a bit thinner. I'm, I hate being this chunky and all that. But then you go, well, you know, it's not disgusting. It's just how I am. You know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a, I'm, this is this is what I look like. You can't, there's no point stressing about it. So you know, it's, it was nice to have a chat with her. So you know, I'm, I, let's let's get into it, shall we? So coming up in a sec, Felicity Haywood. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I've had to turn my fridge off because it keeps making this fucking humming sound. <laughs> and last time I did one, they were like, "You've got to turn your fridge off." So, oh mate, we there bad, is ice we cream in, There is ice cream in the freezer, guys. Just putting it out there. Right, let's get this quick. Let's get this done. Ice cream for it. It's going to be good for baked Alaska, otherwise, isn't it? <laughs> no, I tell you what, it cost me. It was it was this one from the shop down the road, and. Um, 
I've, this is really boring. I've cut, I've cut out dairy, so that's by a vegan one. And it was seven pound fifty, and I, I really wanted what? ice cream last night. Seven pound <laughs> fifty. No, nah, mate. I'd have, listen. That's the last time that's happened. <laughs> that's the last time it's ever happening. <laughs> you sound like Jay. Jay's like that. Oh, this cost forty nine pounds. I'm like, but it's. There's nothing in it. There's nothing in it. Yeah, but it's £49. <laughs> Fucking hell. Just get a bit of Argandas, mate. We're off then. There we go, mate. So what's the... what's the? Why was that then? Is it just because dairy's a problem? Like, it, I know I have a bit of a problem with it, but I think that's because I'm getting older. No, I just... I think in the last few months, I've just been stressed and, like, my skin has just been, like... And... Um, yeah. I cut out sugar. That was really, really boring. Um, <laughs> made me think, really grumpy. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm in the process of doing that. It, I, oh, I just, it's it's horrible. It's sugar yeah. is in everything, babes. Everything. So I cut out <laughs> sugar, thinking that um, that would be the problem because I had I've have I have eczema like I had it when I was a kid, yeah, well, and okay. I haven't had it for years. And then yeah, the fucker just started. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do okay. what you like, mate. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, and the eczema just kind of. Uh, it starts to come back, so I cut out sugar. I started to eat loads of dairy, and then it just like, yeah, that was the end of it. Just blew up. So, yeah. so yeah, I've, I've, I love cheese. <laughs> Me, yes. I don't know. I don't know anyone that does. Oh no, there was a bloke I know that I'm mates with that's scared of cheese, and he scared probably gets young. Yeah, he's just got a funny. He's got a phobia of it. Yeah, he probably and he hates the fact that I keep bringing it up because he's like a black belt in all this stuff. <laughs> And then I go, yeah, but what about the cheese? Like, you could you could do him with a cheese string. Oh, my God. I, one of my mum's ex-boyfriends, when I was younger, he was scared of tomato ketchup. What? He was scared of tomato ketchup. And I remember when I was younger, and I, I don't care that I'm saying this, but um, my mum said, when they broke up, my mum sent me to his house. I must have been, like, what, eight or nine? Yeah. And um, she made me squeeze ketchup all over, and he's, like, his front door, <laughs> his letterbox, um, his, like... His car handles, like the door handles of everything, <laughs> in the keyhole. So, yeah. Oh my god, that is phenomenal! What a f- <laughs> what a thing to be scared of. I wonder I mean, what I they're think thinking. That's what's made me who I am today. You know, fighting yeah. ex boyfriends at, at the age of nine with ketchup. Yeah, she she yeah. It was character building. She set you on. It the... was definitely character building. Yeah, she set you on a strong path there. Yeah, definitely, and I think it's well. Obviously, it's 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 you know because you've really, I've been reading about you, and Jade's been telling me about you, and you know you're you really uh, you really do know how to like push yourself and get stuck in. You know, like you're you did that uh, the self love brings beauty campaign. Yeah. And yeah, and that's you know you even back then you were like no no things have to change, and that's because. Most of us just look at things and go, oh, that's not right. But then we don't really know how to do anything about it. Whereas you didn't. You got stuck in and that's a, that's incredible. Well, I think the thing is, is like I I started my career as a plus size model in 2012. Obviously, me and Jade are mates. We've known each other for much longer. And mm. um, when when it when it started, I mean, I was I was dancing um, to Diana Ross the Georgian Dragon on Hackney Road and got scouted <laughs> and asked to do a shoot as Anna Nicole Smith. And obviously I was, you know, I'm a Leo, I'm a natural born show off. I just thought, oh yeah, this would be great. Um, yeah. Great pictures to show my nan. And uh, yeah, the pictures, the pictures came out and they went viral because at that time, you know, bigger women were not used in fashion editorials unless no, you were, a, you know, a celebrity like 
Beth Ditto, for example, who's amazing. But yeah. you weren't you weren't used, and and you weren't seen as desirable. You weren't seen as cool, fashionable, um, or anything like that. So when that came out, and then I, I remember I was had about five jobs at at that time. I was working a lesbian speed dating night at the Retro Bar, and um, oh, okay. you weren't allowed your you weren't allowed your phones. And uh, obviously had mine behind the counter, and I got an email from someone saying like. Um, is anyone representing you? Like, would you like to be represented as a model? And I just, I burst out laughing. I thought someone was punking me. It then turns out the person that emailed me was the ginger one from the Sugar Babes who was currently working at a model agency at the time. So it's all a bit peculiar. And that's um, weird. So weird. And um, yeah, got signed and became, you know, the UK's first plus size model of of my age. And uh, amazing. Because it did have to change. I, I, I yeah. talked about this with Desiree Birch, and we talked about being uh, like because I because like people always say to me like because I like women with curves and they but they talk about it like I've, like it's a fetish, mm. and you're like no 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 I just like people to be people. It's not it's not about it's not about you know the size of them or anything like that. It's just you know I just like people who are chilled out with how they look. Yeah. You know, and it, you know, I don't want to be with someone who's three stone and they're paranoid about having a standing next to cheese and I'm eating it. And it <laughs> or ketchup. You know what I mean? Or ketchup, yeah. right? <laughs> someone, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, don't eat, don't eat to the point where your feet fall off. But you know, having that, just people that are a bit more re- relaxed about how they are and and being happy with who they are. That's what I'm attracted to. But mm. this, but society still. You know, even though changes are being made, it's they, these big companies are still reluctant to to to, to, to make changes. You know, and it, so it needs yeah. people like you to be doing that. And well, I think that's the whole reason that I started Self Love Brings Beauty because it was so funny. Because one of my first jobs, I did a campaign for Mac Cosmetics, which was a really big deal back then. Um, mm. Plus size women were not used in beauty campaigns like they are now. Like they weren't. Yeah. And I remember I'd get interviewed about it and literally the person would be like so yeah it's really great that you've done this campaign so how many times do you go to the gym um what's your diet like and all this stuff and I'm thinking if I was a size 10 you wouldn't be asking me these questions um and it's really bad because I actually felt sorry for the people that were interviewing me because they've kind of been brainwashed by society to think that you know a woman over a 16 is obese and disgusting and you know the fact that I've had this opportunity is is quite crazy and I just thought you know if these people understood that you know confidence and happiness comes from self-love if these people understood that self-love brings beauty to themselves and others then maybe they wouldn't ask these ignorant questions so that's kind of how it came about because I was like I'm just really bored of being asked these questions which have nothing to do with the task at hand so set up a, a hashtag um my best mate at the time she she um drew my hands in like a heart shape um, oh, yeah. she's a graphic designer we did it in her bedroom uh one sunday and i was like let's just make this into a thing and that was god five years ago now just kind of been pushing that initiative of just like you know being yourself is cool like please don't listen to society and actually it's kind of weird because now you know in 2020 we are seeing loads more brands being so much more diverse and inclusive mm, yeah. um, to what it was back then. Yeah. And then you had uh, Tess Halliday on the front cover of Cosmopolitan, yeah. which and everyone went bananas for. I mean, it was good to see, 
you know, but it, it should have been happening anyway. It's like, do you know yeah. what I mean? It was a, it was a, yeah, it was a, it was a triumphant moment, but it, it, it shouldn't have been that big a deal. It should have already been happening. I know that, I know, you know, growing up, even I've got body issues because I get other men, like other men will come up to me when they, when they see me and they're like, all right, Rich, and they'll poke my belly. Mm. And I'm like, all right, mate, putting on a bit of timber. I did it the other day. Someone just called me a fat. They just called me fat. We were at a gig. Mm. And it's, you know, so it happens to men as well. And we get made to feel like if we're not got a, 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 an eight pack, then we're yeah. a worthless piece of shit. And it's, it's not cool, man. It's not cool at all. It's not really spoke about with men either. You know, no. it's um, it, obviously it has been in the last kind of couple of years more with like, Instagram and like social media campaigns and stuff but generally men are kind of just told to keep quiet and and not talk about their emotions their feelings and mm. you know a lot of men do have a lot of body hang-ups oh for sure for sure yeah. I, if I I'll have a good day and I'll be like oh, I feel great today and then I'll see a reflection of myself in a shop window or something and I'm like oh I state of that and it just ruins my day and it shouldn't you know mm. you know I felt good and but because of the way society is because I'm not eight feet tall and, and, and ripped like Zac Efron. Even that, when Zac Efron, they were all over, I know, all over I know Twitter. what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, they're going, oh, dad bod. I'm like, fucking dad bod. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I look like I've eaten a dad. That, what he had, wasn't a dad bod. That was just him just on a, on a cheat day. <laughs> and I'm not being funny, like, your body's changed throughout your whole life. Like, I could, I could literally yeah. talk about this for hours, you know, and your bodies do change. And I think... You should just allow that to happen. Yeah, I'm not saying that, um, you know, make yourself severely overweight or severely underweight because, you know, there are health issues with every single size. And I think that's one of the things that always winds me up is just like people always think if you're bigger that you have, you know, you're going to have loads of health implications, um, mm. you know, whereas you could be a lot smaller and still have the same problems. But... Again, society is like, well, actually, if you're thin, um, you're beautiful. Yeah, exactly, and exactly. It's just, it's mad because I, I did a talk recently about um, body image and body positivity. And I spoke about the fact that we've been going through, each decade we've been going through different trends. Like, we're not talking about fashion trends and what's, what's the new product to buy. We're talking about body trends. So, you know, I remember in the 90s, um, you know, when I was at school, Brittany yeah. and Christina were like the poster girls. So, you know, they were very, very thin, very slender, up and down, like no sort of curves to their body. And I remember at school, like, obviously having a big bum. And, you know, the the question was, does my does my bum look big in this? And like, you would yeah. you would want to hide it. And you fast forward to now and literally your bum can't big enough. You know, it's literally like yeah. curves are in, big booties. You've got people like the Kardashians who are promoting this kind of curvy aesthetic and are kind of the trailblazers of this weird body trend that we have at the moment. But the issue that I have is that these bodies are a fake and obviously I had a lot of surgery and, and people lie about it. And the kind of a toxic situation you have from that is... You know, we have young women who are going to get illegal butt injections and the injections are filled with concrete and they're dying of infections because they want to look like these girls and these women who are kind of got this weird, you know, obsession with, with this one type of body. And, you yeah. know, we've gone from the 90s of being very slender. I mean, even if you look back in time, like the 60s, you had Twiggy. 
the 50s everyone was very curvy and pin up like what is going to be the next body trend and what is going to happen to all these girls that have had these lip fillers these butt injections you know all of these different things what what's going to happen to them yeah yeah you're right you're right they'll just get ostracized again and be and be told that they're wrong because they're not fashionable anymore and yeah and then they're going to, like you said, they're going to be ill as well because these things are just going to infect them. You know, that's mm. people just don't don't realise what the. I mean, even when people are having eyebrow piercings, and because it went against the grain of the skin, the way the skin would grow, they always just get pushed out, and so all these mm. people have got scars now on their eyebrows, and they, you know, because that's the body doesn't in, doesn't enjoy having alien things in it. Mm. You know, it's a it's it, yeah, it's just yeah, society needs to change in it, and just when you think it's about to we end up going backwards again. Like with Instagram, I see all these people on Instagram, these so-called influencers, and they're only, like, they've, they've got millions of followers, like from all the different outfits that they wear, but they're just wearing, they're just wearing everyday stuff. Mm. You know, it's not, and and people are, people aspire to be these people, but they're not, they're not really doing anything, anything, but it's, you know, they're portraying, they, you know, you see them doing yoga, there's loads of yoga and there's loads of this and loads of that. And people are like, oh, I want that life. You're like, yeah, these people have got loads of money and loads of time. That's mm. why they do this. You know, you're, you've got a job to do. You have to go to work. You haven't got time mm. to be that way, you know? And so they take shortcuts, don't they? And like you say, they'll find a cheap surgeon somewhere to lop a bit off and, and it, yeah, it, I think it's dangerous. I think but, influencers yeah. definitely have a responsibility. And I think if you do get things done, you should be so transparent with them. That's that's the main thing. If you if you're in a position of privilege where you have an online presence and you use it for monetary gain, then you have to be so transparent with your audience, because those are the people that are keeping your career alive. And if yes. you are giving them false information, you're you're harming them, and that's that's not cool. No, not cool at all. Especially young, you know, young girls that that you know that, are, that don't really know who they are and they're and they're looking at these people as role models you know they're like, mm. that's what they're that's that's what they aspire to be oh yeah i want to be a, i want to be a, it's, it's now a thing isn't it i want to be an influencer on on instagram yeah and you're like wow no there's more to life what than are that. you influencing you know? what are yeah, you exactly. influencing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah just wearing just wearing all the same clothes it's weird it's a weird thing yeah. I'm glad, I, but the thing is, I would have been the same at that age. I know I would have looked at that if I had Instagram and that when I was mm. a kid. I probably would have looked at that and gone, "Oh yeah, I, I need to be more like that." So I can, so I get it. I totally understand it. The other thing is as well, talking about because you're a model and and all the things that you do, people just assume that there's not much else going on. But <laughs> your, I was looking at what your, what mm. I, I was looking, at, I was checking out uh, your stuff, and uh, your. You're a massive fan of John Waters. Yeah. <laughs> and that really, that I was like, oh, wow. It's like, that, and that's what people, I get it all the time. People don't realise that I've read a book. Yeah, I make a joke about it. People hear my accent and they don't ask me what kind of books I've read. They go, what's the best van you've ever hired? Like, right. they don't assume I'm into anything else. Do you know what I mean? And I, that that must be frustrating as well. I mean, I love the seaside. I'm always at the bloody seaside. Um. Who doesn't love the seaside, mate? <laughs> love the seaside. That's why we live here yeah. in Leon Sea. I came down to South End last week. I should have come and seen you guys. Yeah, you should have come and said hello. But yeah, no, I guess it's... Um, people do have the kind of... Their own vision of what they think you are and if you're, if you're a model. But at the end of the day, like, this isn't something that I aspired to be when I was younger. I had other things I wanted to do. 
Um, I was training to be um, a primary school teacher. I was specialising and looking after kids with autism. I was teaching art therapy. So I was doing all of this other stuff um, before I got scouted. And, And I think because I got scouted and it was like, it was a new opening of size diversity within fashion. I felt like mm. it was more than just modeling, more than just taking a pretty picture and selling a jumper. It was like, no, hang on a minute, there isn't a space for us. So if I can move in and kind of create this space and open other doors, it's not just that kind of stupid model aesthetic that people think. No, oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it needed to happen as well. Yeah, it needed to happen because it, you know, like a, like we've already said, society needed to change. It needs to realise that people aren't, you know, nobody is an, is naturally a size zero. That was a mad time. You know, yeah. no one's that. Nobody is that. And like you say, your body changes as you get older. You start to fill out a bit more. You know, things start to happen. Like Mickey Flanagan said, you know, in your forties, your belly pops out, and uh, you know, you could ride your bike around the world. It's not going back in. It's just, mm. you know, it changes and that's, people need to understand that. But they kind of, a lot of these fashion companies, they still, some of them still think that stick thin, that, that heroin chic that we had is the way forward and it's dangerous. Well, I saw someone this week, uh, a lady in fashion, like quite high up, posted a thing about sample sizes and was like, hey guys, like I had a model trying to fit in, I don't know, say Prada. I don't know exactly the designer. Um mm some Prada jeans this week. Um, she's a small size eight and she couldn't even do them up. We need to make a change. And like everyone was like, oh, this is amazing. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's definitely amazing that this woman is speaking up, but we've been talking about this for years. You know, yeah. sample size like is, it's like a size four. Oh my they make God. size four samples, um, you know, obviously. <laughs> I've never been nowhere ever near. I've been able to get my foot no, in one either. of those before. Um, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, it's, it is it is frustrating. Yeah, I think it's like, like with Jade, like Jade's really found her, really found herself in the last few years. And, you know, she's she's not afraid to wear bright colours and it's, and it, and it's you know, and she really, her outfits are really, you know, quite out there sometimes. And you're, like, I've looked at her a couple of times. I'm like, I don't know how you're making that work. But you've got, <laughs> but she does. You've got, yeah. I'm like, you've got four different animal prints on, eleven different colours, and but it looks phenomenal. And I just, I go, and I think it just comes down to confidence, as you've said. Yeah, You're like, if you feel sure. good about yourself, you can wear whatever you like. You know, as long as you, if you feel good in it, it that radiates out. You know, you're that kind of like, I don't give a fuck. I, I think I look great. Hmm. And that's what we need to work on, isn't it? That people's confidence in themselves, like you, like you said, which is why you, you were doing, is it? You were doing naked on uh, naked beach. Yeah, yeah. So that was yeah. a Channel Four show I did, which was um, about getting people to find their confidence. So it was like I think we had fifteen people in total um, arrived in groups on an island no idea what they were coming for and we were there was eight hosts and we were all naked in body paint and we took them through all these different um games and like basically therapy in a roundabout way these different like Mm. things we did with them to make them kind of come out their shell and find their insecurities but one of the nice things about it was it wasn't just women it was a mix of all genders 
um, all sizes. And you had men there that were struggling with the hair. You had men there that were struggling there about being too small, actually. Their yeah, frame right. being okay. too small. Um, you had girls on there who were struggling with stretch marks, but she was maybe only a size 10. So from the outside perspective, you would think, oh, a size 10 girl doesn't have stretch marks. Um, it was mm. a really, really beautiful um, show. Kind of uh, mixed with a bit of carry on because it was quite, it's quite funny at times. Um, <laughs> as always, anything that has something to do with body positivity is always going to be greatly received in some areas, but then in others, the trolling will obviously start because people just yeah. don't, people don't understand. So, um, and we are naked. So I guess. We, well, we had body paint on, so you couldn't actually see certain areas, if you get my gist. Oh, but, okay. Um, so that's, and is it, well, I've never heard of that before. Is that so they just paint you all over or just yeah, so to hide certain Yeah, so basically have like a thong on downstairs. Okay. You've got a thong on downstairs, but basically everything else is just painted. It looks quite amazing, right. actually. Um, um, but yeah, it was it was a really impactful show to be part of because... You know, one of the girls on there has actually become one of my best friends who came on and she was worried about her confidence. I mean, she hadn't had sex with her partner with the lights on for 10 years. And he was obviously oh my like, God. They've, got, yeah, they've got kids together. Like, he's completely in love with her. But it's all down to her kind of um, mindset. She was like, I don't want to be seen naked with the lights on. Um, you know, she'd never worn a bikini before. And like, you know, with a few hours with myself and the others, you know, managed to get her in a bikini, um, yeah. managed to completely change her mindset on everything. And now she's got her own body positivity, like T-shirt line. I mean, oh my God. Her, part her, partner her partner has called and thanked me. So I guess that department is um, <laughs> back on track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, it's been it was a, it was a good show, but obviously there was a lot of trolling. There was a lot of, um, and I think the contestants as well needed a lot of protection as well because um, people are people are vile online. They really are. Oh god, yeah. Oh, the amount of times I see it with Jade in it, and Jade is you know she's she's one of the most confident people I've ever met. But you know that you'd have to be a psychopath for that stuff not to affect you online. And people do say, makes me laugh. It's always the people that have like, they have like words like tolerance and be kind in their bio. And they're the worst forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolute wanker. Yeah. And I have. There's been a couple of times that I'll just, I'll like, I'll get, I'll go for them, and I'm like, what are you doing? What, is, what the fuck is this because shit? You, you and can't then, antagonize you know. them. It's, it's really frustrating because when the, yeah. when it's like someone that you love. And you're like yeah. someone is is going for them. It's you want to do the obviously thing and just protect, but actually mm. um, it, sometimes it's not worth it. I mean, to be fair, babes, like I usually ignore it all. Usually just block and delete. But there's been a couple of times where I've I've you know I've let loose on them, and um, yeah, it was one well, guy who human. said to me, yeah. And actually, do you know what? It was one of the naked beach pictures. And uh, I was lying there with my body paint with a pina colada and, you know, just literally enjoying my life. Like my belly, you know, yeah. obviously has rolls. So I'm like just lying there very naturally. And um, he was just like, you are disgusting. Um, I hope you die of a cardiac arrest. And oh I was just God. like, I was like, like, fair enough being like, oh, you're fat, you're ugly. I don't, you know, don't find you attractive. Like, fine. I, yeah. That's, whatever. I don't, I don't care. 
I hope you die of a cardiac arrest. No, sorry, it was, you're a fat pig. I hope you die of a cardiac arrest. And I was like, well, I have a, an even fatter wallet, a, a ginormous heart, <laughs> um, you know, and I went on yeah, this list yeah. of just everything. I was just like, I have this, 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 and this, and this. So actually, um, you know, whatever. And I went home that weekend and I bumped into someone I went to school with. And she was like, hi, Felicity, how are you? I said, I'm good, babe. She was like, oh, like, like talking to me about my career and stuff. And she was like, yeah, I've seen you've been getting trolled online. And I'm thinking, well, I get trolled all the time, so I don't really know what she's talking about. But she was like, yeah, mm. I saw that that comment um, and actually looked at the page and it turns out that that is a... I'm actually a teacher now and that's a 15-year-old boy who's in my class that commented on that. Oh, my God. And I was like, what? Obviously, I live in London now, but I'm from Suffolk. So, um, yeah. you know, I've gone home for the weekend and it was a random kid that went to a school in like Ipswich. And, um, oh my God, wow. And someone I went to school with was his teacher. That's mad. She called him in. She was like, yeah, I called him in and like his, uh, and his mum, his mum was mortified. Um, he had all his social media taken off him. And then she then said, I don't know if you're interested, but would you like to come into school for mental health week and talk about trolling? And I actually decided not to because okay. I actually think because of that kid's done that, I think his classmates will have known he's done that. And I think if mm. I then come into the school talking about trolling in, in, in one way or fact or another, I think I'd be almost bullying him. Yeah, Do you understand I get what it. I mean yeah. by that? It's yeah, like, I was absolutely. Like, happy to go into another school. But if I go into a school where a kid has been trolling me, it almost looks and like that kid obviously is a kid. He shouldn't have done yeah. it. But he's been influenced. That's that's the way I see it. And um, True. True. I feel like if I went into that school and was like, I've been trolled, all the kids are going to go by him and then it's going to become a thing. And I just went, you know what, like get someone else to come in to talk about it. I don't think it's right for me to come in because it so kind of seems like a bit of a, you know, I'm getting revenge on mm. something, which didn't didn't really hurt me. But, no, you know, the issues are with young kids as well, though. Oh, of course. They, they, somebody, well, there was, Jay talks about it in her show, uh, Serious Black Jumper. And she yeah. got she got into a she got into a back and forth with some little mix fans, and then one of them had sent a picture of one of the little mix with a gun, and saying like you know you want to watch yourself like it's basically a death threat. So then Jay checked it out checked it out and went into it and they discovered it was this young girl in was it Singapore, Philippines in the Philippines this young girl she was seventeen and she was seventeen and it's like insane yeah and you, and I don't know what their laws are that was what Jay was saying she doesn't know what the laws are so it's all for real going yeah let's get her but she could have you know they could have been she could be banged up for like 40 years or something you don't know you don't know what they're like what, what the different rules are in different places so absolutely like yeah so you doing that that's real because your instinct is to go yeah fuck him let's fuck him up but yeah that's yeah, it doesn't help like you say then you become the bully and it he just didn't he, he'll just be he, yeah, he'll either be, just be crushed or he'll just retaliate in another way and be horrible in real life, and it yeah. just exacerbates the situation. Yeah, you're right. That's a it's that you you had that brilliantly. Yeah, but I see these trolls, man. See it all the time, and it's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was saying that if you had your, if you had your, if you if it was law that you had to have your actual face and your details on that on the on whatever you're on Twitter or whatever, I re, you know they reckon that that would be trolls would, wouldn't be so brave. As to, you know, 100%. to do it. I think, you know, and as well as in this industry, there is a lot of bitterness. 
there is a lot of jealousy there is a lot of toxic behavior happens especially and I'm sure in your guys too and it's it is the people that trail the most and the people that report are all the ones with fake profiles they're all the ones that you know I see it all the time people think I can't work out who's trolling me you are yeah. stupid I am Sherlock Holmes of Instagram and <laughs> Sherlock <I> will... <laughs> Jade <laughs> as women we're 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 good detectives yeah you love um, a good old snoop oh yeah well do you know why do you know why that is babes Go Usually on. at the fault of men. So, um, yeah. Yeah. that's all I want to say on that situation. No, you're right, actually. I now do a bit about like people, like women ask my advice. Now, now that I'm older, people don't ask me out. They ask my advice. They're like, you know, I'm, I need some help with something. I think my boyfriend's cheating on me. And I'm like, well, <laughs> is his phone face down with all the notifications and sounds off all the time? And they're like, yeah. I go, yeah, he's cheating on you. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, how do you know? Go, it doesn't matter how I know. I just know. <laughs> so I, I know what you mean. Yeah, the men men are fucking dodgy idiots. We don't, well, the thing is, men don't grow up, really. Not no. really. We're big kids, aren't we, running around? And, and women, like Kathy Burke said, it's women that make more compromises in relationships, it seems, than, yeah. than men do, you know? But, you know, also, talking about men, you're a massive fan of Rod Stewart, is that right? Oh, my God, I love Rod Stewart. <laughs> Uh, there is a picture of Rod Stewart next to my bed. Is there really? From what era are we talking? It's 70s and he's got a gold suit on. Oh, yeah, all right. Like yeah, you can gold pleather onesie. Oh, what? It's amazing. <laughs> I, know like, the, I know the picture. I know the picture. Do you, actually? Yeah. Well, yeah, 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 do you yeah, like yeah. Rod Stewart? I do, but nothing... I when, I when I became aware of Rod Stewart, it was like in the 80s, so it wasn't his best time for me. I just didn't enjoy it. But I've got my mates here in a band called Maker... And they're, they're a bit like the Black Crows, that sort of thing. And they were always banging on about Rod Stewart, Rod Stewart. I'm like, are you kidding? That bloke's shit. They went, no, 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 listen to this. And then they played with a load of his 60s and like the 70s stuff. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, I get it now. And the bloke's voice is incredible. He's a legend. Absolute yeah. legend. So, I mean, what is he now? He must be in his 70s. No, he's definitely in his 70s. And yeah. he's still doing it. He's still out there, isn't he? Still, there's a great video actually. Someone showed me the other day of the song that he did with uh, Sting and Brian Adams. Oh, and they, it's on YouTube. And they, yeah, is it all for love or something from? It's, from a it's film, isn't it? I literally listened to it the other day. Um, yeah, I think it's all for love. It is, isn't it? It's from a film. Yeah. Right, I want to say, yeah. I want to say Robin Hood, but it's not. I, I don't know what it's from. But that video when they're walking in and they're hugging and. And like, and like, you're an hour late, Rod. He's like, yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah, I'm Rod Stewart. It's Rod Stewart, I am. do you know what I mean? That's what he wants. I always thought he was Scottish for years. That's because he supports Celtic. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and he was always yeah. wearing tartan and shit like that. What, what got you into Rod? What was it that triggered that? Well, when I was younger, I am not a blonde. I'm not a natural blonde. And I um, saw that on your thing, yeah. Oh, I know. Um, and when I was younger I really wanted to have blonde hair and well when I was a teenager and I tried everything under the sun I tried mascaras I tried box bleaches and whatever didn't work and everyone thinks oh she wants to look like Marilyn Monroe she wants to look like that old school that's like her vibe Gwen Stefani that's all you know no babes I wanted to look like Rod Stewart and I cut my hair (laughs) into a mullet and I wore leopard print and the reason was, is my dad, like, my dad's a huge uh, Rod Stewart fan. And I think when right. I was younger, I, I used to, I was a proper, like, 80s kid. 
like when I was yeah. a teenager. Like no one else was in my hometown. And it was at that time as well where charity shops were um, seen as like the poor shops. So you wouldn't go in them like you'd be seen no. as you were poor. Um, it was also a time that charity shops had amazing stuff because um, like all of the 80s stuff was in there and I'd go and buy records. I'd go and buy all like the Batwing jumpers and sequin stuff all on like the oh, like, pound yeah, rail. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. So I used to dress really 80s and my dad loved Roger Stewart. And I think at the beginning I started to pretend I liked Roger Stewart to wind him up because obviously like I thought he'd think it's really uncool. So I started to like pretend <laughs> I liked Roger Stewart and then was like, oh my God, he's actually sick. And then I'd collect all the records. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. And then it kind of became like mine and my dad's thing in the end of like, We've been to all these shows and stuff together, and um, oh, have you? Yeah, it's just become like I just. How was that? What was he like live? He's amazing. <laughs> I I, the thing is that the way I've, I've been to see him in like Norwich and like Ipswich Town, so like all in Suffolk, where I've been like the youngest person there by like you know thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I actually went with my dad and his like his wife and kids, and um, we were sat right at the top of Norwich Football Ground, and like it was all going down at the main down at the main stage, like down at the bottom on the field. And I was like, Dad, I'm just going, I'm just going for, um, to get a drink. And I just went to the bottom of the stairs. I just jumped over, you know, the bit, the the football um, signs at the bottom before you get on the Oh, pitch. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, thing yeah. is, there's two granddad security guards when they're not looking. So I just ran, took my jumper <laughs> off and was at the front with like Auntie Sharon and Auntie Karen, like dancing to the hot legs. It was, um, I texted him, I was like, I'll see you at the end of the show. Like, I want to be dancing down here with the aunties, so. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, a, what a moment that was, I bet you had a blast. Yeah. That song, by the way, the three, it was from the Three Musketeers uh, soundtrack. Robin Hood, that's kind of ah, yeah, similar, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You were, you were, you know, you're nearly I knew it was there. something like that. It's not my; those films aren't my cup of tea, so I don't. I'm aware of. It. Yeah. I've seen them. I've seen, you know, but I don't. I don't sit and watch them all the time. So you got a good relationship with your dad, then? Yeah, it's been um, it's been actually quite good in the last sort of few months, if I'm honest with you, because I don't know with lockdown and this year just being a bit of a fuck up. Um, mm. Yeah, relationship with my dad's got a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like this this whole thing, the good thing that's come out of it is people have sort of come together a bit more. Like I've had phone calls from people I fell out with like 10 years ago, just out of the blue, just ringing me up going, listen, I know shit went down, but, you know, this has all put it into perspective and are you all right? And, you know, we should talk yeah. again. And it's been really nice. It's been really nice. It's been really you nice. Know? I think, like, it's um, it's brought people together much more. Yeah. Like, I, I, me and my dad, like, we've always had a good relationship and, and I've always, you know, spoken to him once a week, once every two weeks. But, like, during this lockdown time, like, he's called me every day and it's been really nice, yeah. actually, because um, it's it, it's been quite a lonely year, if I'm honest with you. It's been it's been, oh, really? uh, it's been quite weird. I mean, I live on yeah. my own, so that's that's the difference. Isn't oh, it? shit. And I've gone, I've gone from being... Traveling, like, I mean, last year, I think I went to New York five times, LA twice, and then Europe. Like, I travel mm. a lot for work. I'm always on the go. If I'm not on the go, I'm at an event um, or I'm working. So for that to kind of all be kind of just cut off and, yeah. uh, and to be at home, I've just been like, shit. Like, oh, what God. is this? <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. what's going what do, on? Oh, yeah. What do I do? Oh, and, I, and then I think that's a lot of time I've been spending much more time like online and like working on my content and like, you know, I actually did during lockdown a lot of um, videos and stuff on like 
self-love series of things that we can do at home on a budget like how to make your own face mask how to make your own like bath salts like how to like you know cooking stuff and whatever things that can make you kind of go back to old school times of like actually really because I haven't done that for years I haven't enjoyed a proper Sunday I'm always on the bloody go <laughs> yeah, so it's more it's actually kind of m- m- most of the time it was uh it was more for me to be like yeah chill out yeah calm down survive it's, you've got this it's funny isn't it yeah you don't you don't that's it exactly you have got this there's that moment where you think you haven't when it all when it all kicked off because it all went so quickly didn't it like i was the same like i travel a lot for what i do yeah. and suddenly within 20 minutes it had all gone and i'm but like you two were oh. bloody hilarious at home doing your lives and stuff i well enjoyed that yeah you two are fucking hilarious and I think as well, it's, you guys like obviously live together. You can bounce off each other. And obviously, I'm sure you had plenty of arguments at the same time. But yeah. I was stuck. I lived in Russell Square at the time. So I was literally stuck in this like apartment block, um, like old council block. And I'd managed to like, I found the keys for the, for the roof. And I'd managed to sneak up there on the fifth level to try and get up there without anyone seeing me. And um, yeah, right. I was like sitting up there painting on my own. It was like Mary Poppins. <laughs> but I was just terrified because I was on my own and I was like when it got really scary I was just like if I go to if I get sick and go to hospital like no one can come with me that's it no. and obviously oh you've seen all the horror stories online of like young people passing and like uh, all this stuff sorry it's got quite dark but like no no know, no it was, it's absolutely it's, fine it's uh it was quite a tough time for so many people you know just yeah. trying to get through this kind of a weird Black Mirror episode that we seem to be continuing yeah. having this year. It was such a shock, wasn't it? It just, it, it and we, we, you know, I had people messaging me because I, we, like Paul and I, still kept the podcast going. Yeah. And and we were getting, we got, I've been getting messages people going, mate, you know, nice one for this because it, it gave them something. They were like, you know, it, it was like a real, just a voice that gave them comfort. You know, just. Well, we were meant to were do that. This and, podcast. You know, like maybe yeah. two months ago, whatever. And and I just, I, I just wasn't in a good way. And I think I just forgot or I was like, I didn't get the dates right, but I was literally just dealing with my own shit. I was like, I can't. Yeah, of course. I just wasn't in the right headspace. And I just forgot. No, no, and I was no. like, I'm so sorry, guys. Let's just do it when it's the right time. Yeah. And I'm glad that we've managed to get it in now where things are a bit more smoother. I've moved house. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I'm in my, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. my little space now and... Are you feeling better now? Yeah, much better. I think yeah. it's, you know, it's been, it's so weird because I feel this year as well, people have not been able to, me especially, I feel like I haven't been able to say how I really feel because I know so many people have been going through so much worse. Do you get that? That kind of weird oh, absolutely. Of like, yeah. you know, I've been struggling with lots of different parts of elements of my life, um, lots of different stresses. And usually I don't really talk about it because my online presence is very real um but Mm. i'm going to kind of contradict myself here because it's very real i've always been very body positive very open uh, very honest about my body and i've always been very positive and i am a very positive person when you get to know me like i generally i I ooze confidence and and happiness and i just want everyone to kind of feel amazing yeah but when you put all of that energy constantly in online which i always do i don't always talk about when i'm feeling like shit because I feel like I have so many young girls and boys um, that, that come to my channel 
to get some sort of like inspiration or to feel happy um, yeah. and to feel a sense of sort of security. So if I start going on my page and start crying and start saying, I'm dealing with this, I feel like I'm not giving that same energy to these people who are coming here, who are dealing with their own shit. But at the same time, you know, am I then being real? Because I'm still not, I'm only giving you the good parts. And I don't mean like when people say that about Instagram and they're like, they only show their holidays and their nice dinners and whatever. I'm talking about, I never seem to really talk about when I'm really upset. And yeah, I, think, I get you. But it, again, like I want to be able to talk about it, but at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm still in a safe space where people can just come for joy. Yeah. Um, and it's balancing, it's balancing that out. And I think this year has really kind of twisted that on me and been like, maybe I should talk about when I feel like shit online. But then at the same time, it's the, it's the pressure of like, of, you know, when I talk, I talk about things that annoy me, don't get me wrong. Like, mm. you know, when I go to fashion awards and they don't, they won't provide the right size dresses or, you know, when yeah. someone is, you know, if there are a certain amount of trolling or I'm supporting someone's campaign or initiative, which has been dealing with bullying or, you know, I'm quite vocal about that. And when I do talk about things like that, it usually does, you know, trickle out to bits of press. So when I refused to go to the British Fashion Awards because the company were basically using me to tick a box for diversity and like oh, all right. the other girls got like 50 dresses and I got to pick one and I was like, do you know what? Fuck this. Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not being used like this. And I just, I was at home. I can't remember what I was watching. I think it was girls trip and I'd ordered KFC and I was at home and I was just texting my husband. I'm going to tweet that I'm not going because I couldn't find a dress. And I tweeted it and it, and it went, it, it kind of got a lot of traction because it was like, to get invited to the fashion awards is quite a prestigious thing in, in our industry. And for me to say, yeah. no, I'm not going, because you, you're not, you're not up, being yeah. diverse enough, was quite a big thing at the time. And That's huge. It trickles out to press. And, um, you know, so I feel sometimes that when I'm feeling down or I'm feeling insecure about something, that I'm worried about if I speak about things too much, it might, it might make press in a way that I don't want it to. Mm, okay, yeah. I just want to deal with it within my friends and family. And... You know, maybe that is something that I'm saying it that I should be more open about some yeah. things that upset me online. But I don't I think because maybe... I want to... Yeah, yeah. go Now I'm just going off on one now, so babes, I'd love no, to no, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I think do it as you're like, like, as you've just explained it. You know, you're only human, and I think people, you know, everybody that every, people come to you because they see something in you. They, you know, you're like you say, your positivity and you're very real. And and I think you just every now and again just going, look, you know, I'm I'm feeling a bit shit sometimes. You know, you don't have to do it all the time. Yeah. But I think just do it as you've just explained it to me. I think people would just really appreciate that. I know that people have listened to the podcast and they've heard me saying, look, you know, every now and again, I'll have a cry. I'll have a bit of a, I'll be, I'll just feel shit. And I don't know why, you know, I'll yeah. just be, everything just feels worthless. And there's, and I don't feel like I'm sort of like, well, what's the point of me being here? I don't feel like I'm bringing any joy to anyone. And it goes away. You know, you, you mm. kind of, you sort of like remind yourself of all the good stuff and why you're here and, you know, and it, but you know, I, it, but people, people respond to that because everybody, because society's telling us that we should all be happy 100% of the time, and that's not natural. Mm. Happiness is an extra thing that takes extra chemical chemicals to create, 
what you want to find is sort of contentment looking around you. I've said this before and you're looking around and going, all right, yeah, no, actually everything's all right. I'm all right. Mm. And I'm not, I haven't, you know, even though things have been mental this last couple of, couple of months, I, I'm actually, I'm all right uh, uh, in the great scheme of things. And, and I think people would appreciate that from you. I do. Yeah. You know, if it was every day and you were like, oh, another day, more clouds, you know, everyone would be like, oh, fuck this. But... <laughs> of course. I, I, I get that. Maybe I will now, you know. Maybe I've had this so. conversation with you. Maybe I will. It's just, it is difficult because I don't really want to be woe is me if you get if Exactly. You get I was I just mean. about to say that. Yeah. Because a lot of people are like that. A lot of people yeah. are like that online and it's a bit like, I want to keep the energy up. I want to keep everything yeah. uplifted. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. funny. I know people that they're millionaires and they're, they're still struggling with their mental health and their, you know, because yeah. money and nice things like they, and I, you know, he's like, it doesn't, it doesn't fill the void that's in your heart sometimes. That, you know, you could be sat around some incredible swimming pools. You could be, it could be anywhere, the most beautiful place in the world, but because you're a human being, that doesn't really matter. You know, that's nice yeah. and it's amazing and it's a privilege, but just simple things like being loved by someone or, and not necessarily a partner, but by, you know, family and friends. And that's so important. And, you know, and, and like you say, you've been on your own for a long time. And human beings aren't used to that. We're very sociable creatures. We mm. we don't mind being on our own for a bit, but it's usually because we know we've got people to go back to. What have you done? <laughs> You're right, mate. Well, do you know what it is? I want to ask you, sorry to interrupt you. I've bought some lights right. for my crystal cupboard. So I basically made a disco for my crystals. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the lights has just fallen out <laughs> behind me. Just shut you. Just, just shut I was yourself. like, shit. That was a really nah. good, good um, flow you had there, babes. And oh, just, I know we had it. I'm have to replace right. the sticker. Sorry. <laughs> so you got you actually. Everyone's getting into crystals again. Yeah. My Jade's mate Clayton, he's just he's getting into it. Load of crystals and I, but I believe in energy. There's you know energy in the world mm. and. I believe that we feed off. I know definitely for comedy, I've been doing gigs without people in the room and it doesn't work. You need people. You need that energy, that friction from people, you know? 100%. And I think, yeah. And they said it's definitely, we are connected. I mean, I've said this before. We are just dust and rocks that got a little bit excited, aren't we? Really. <laughs> I love that. It's true though, isn't it? It was yeah. just, yeah, you know. And it. so I, I totally get the crystal thing that, Different, different crystals bring a different energy. I think as well as it for me, it's like, it's just like, it's a nice thing to have. Like when I've traveled, mm. I like try and get a crystal from each place in the world I travel and I have them on me, oh, feel nice. protected. I just don't know, it's, uh, some people love it, some people hate it. It's just, for me, it's, it's uh, it makes me feel grounded. It's, they're also beautiful. They're beautiful things to have in your house. So, yeah, they are. We just, um, we just get fridge magnets from where we've been. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> but you like your star signs as well don't you i mean yes what are you <laughs> i'm an aquarian the best one. Oh yeah you're an absolute weirdo <laughs> yeah do you watch conspiracy theories i do i don't i, I really enjoy them because some of them are mad i don't believe okay. them why why do all I, of I love you, watching them all of you aquarians are obsessed with them 
I'm not joking. <laughs> you're also like, you're also all quite weird. You're all very artistic and creative, but you have to be like, you always have to be right. Can um, Maybe Jade can answer that for me. <laughs> She's got in the other room to do so. Oh. <laughs> do you always have to be right, babes? No, actually. I used to be, I used to be more like that, but I think as I've got older and I've had counselling and I've, since being with Jade, I've found out more about myself and yeah. I'm more, I'm more, I'm happy not to be right. In fact, uh, it's, this is why we do the podcast because I'm learning stuff. I did. I'm like I don't know enough about people. I need to get out there and and talk to people. And so every really, this is why the podcast exists. I'm learning from mm. everyone that comes on. It's all about the guest. It's not about yeah. me. I, I hear so many podcasts, and halfway through, I'm like, "Will you shut the fuck up and let them talk? Just <laughs> let them have a word in." But it's, I, yeah, there's, I do have some typical, I am a bit, I am weird. I didn't realise I was. I always knew I was a bit different. And then growing up, I thought there was something wrong with me. But now I'm like, oh no, I'm just, that's just All your parents are are quite odd characters, but you're you're brilliant. Like, just to let you know that my, my model agent, my TV agent, my PR, and two of my best friends are Aquarians. Like there you, go, mate. you are off your off your rocker, like literally. Oh, we're mad, but mad, like, mad as a bag of frogs. Literally, but like quite amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> what What are you? I'm a Leo. Oh, you go on about right. Yeah, you go on about Aquarians being right all the time. Leos are worse. Arrogant. They, <laughs> they don't listen. What are you talking about, babes? Yeah, no, Leos are worse, man. No, we're very loyal. <laughs> we're very loving. Leos are all about self-love, darling. Um, but yeah, we have got big egos and we are very attention-seeking. But can I just tell you that Leos and Aquarians are the opposite, are the actual opposites in the zodiac? Um, How are they? But the good thing is, is that you, you guys, the Aquarians, you actually low key love Leos because we're very fun to be around. We can be annoying, yeah, we, yeah. but we're but we're very fun to be around. And actually, you know how to tame our egos without us realizing, which is why you're so clever. But we don't want to keep telling you you're clever because you tell the whole world you're clever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Isn't it? That's true. Yeah, every Leo yeah. I've known has been yeah loyal, loving. And there's a there we yeah there's an admiration for them even though I'm like ah oh, you fucking Leos but exactly deep down, I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But deep down I admire you you do you admire it you do admire it I yeah. get it I, t- I totally get it man it's funny isn't it because I don't you know it's, it's I don't believe in like there being this this stars or this that and the other but I believe that you're born at a certain time so you have certain traits obviously a hundred percent it's very, all about the moon yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely, it's about the moon. I don't know why we didn't know this. I never, no one ever told me that growing up. They were never like, yeah, it's obvious, isn't it? If we're we're like eighty five percent water, and the moon affects the tides, we're bound to get affected by it. Of course. Well, then we say that, and it sounds mad, doesn't it? <laughs> well, you can do a little research on that because that's what Aquarians like to do. You go and have your research. Uh... <laughs> Literally, I went on holiday with one of my friends who's an Aquarian. She's already like planned the escape route of everything, and I'm just like. God, chill out, chill out. I'm not like that. I'm definitely more chilled out than that. I like to just fling myself. I just kind of like to just fling myself off. Whereas Jade needs to know where we're going and what we're doing. Um, (laughs) She's a Sagittarian. Yeah. 
She's also very yeah. good with um, with Leos, like me and her. So obviously we're both fire signs, but you've got so Leos and Sagittarius. Sagittarius are also like can't sit still, always have to be traveling, always on the go. Um, mm. But Leos and Sagittarius are naughty together. Like if we're on a night out, we're gonna cause some shit, um, but have a blast. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to cause it. a lot of trouble because yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we really <laughs> egg each other on, but we're also quite similar. So it's just like, it's not a, it's not any sort of battle of egos. That's, that's Leo and Aries. Leo and Aries. Aries are quite arrogant. They're more arrogant than Leos. What? Really? But in a different way, in a different way, Leos are, are about self-love and like making others love themselves. Okay. But I feel like Aries are more like, just loving themselves. Yeah. Speaking as an Aries. Ah. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of truth you're in what you're saying. You're getting dragged, babe. A lot of truth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, oh, God, oh, God. It's true. Yeah. I love it when producer Paul chips in. There's a, sometimes things will, some, sometimes people, they'll just get him and he's like, oh, I'm going to say something. Well, he's got two of his Aries. He can't be trash. Yeah, he needs absolutely. to make a comment. Do you know what I mean? Gonna butt That's in. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prove I'm right. Let's oh, I love that. So what about what about Aquarians and Sagittarians? Don't know. No, because we well, we do love we we're on a break you, at the minute. We're actually yeah. So it's because the lockdown was very stressful, and we were like, listen, why don't we just uh, why don't we just go and live in separate places for a bit and just not kill each other? And it's just worked out all right actually. Yeah. But I don't know if that's because of our start or just who we are as people. Well, you are very different people, so I feel like. When you're, you can bounce off each other a lot, but when you're, I think if we take away star signs here, just generally in lockdown, I think everyone's wanted to low key, you know, mm. have some, have some of their own space. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It was. I think yeah. anyone that I've known that's been um, in a, in a, you know, even my mates that got families and kids and that, they're like, I haven't had a moment to myself. And then you got me, it's like, hello. I'm bored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can, can we do something? Yeah. Yeah. I, no, you can't because no. we're all locked in. Um, <laughs> from two meters, you can do it from two meters. Um, yeah. I yeah, Jade and I, yeah, we just we just because like I say, we love each other very much, but it just got to a point where we were like, when we're when we're on form, we're phenomenal. Like you saw during lockdown, we really had a good mm. time and we really do bounce off each other really well, but just things just got a bit much and we were just we were like two magnets like op opposing magnets just not connecting at all so we were like right I'm going to go and I ended up you know I don't know if you saw the videos we've got Paul Sweeney that was living with us and I'm actually yeah. living with him for a bit I'm actually living in right. his flat <laughs> so we've got this like yeah foreign exchange thing going on but um <laughs> Yeah, it's all because like, you know now Jade and I are sort of meeting up and having lunch and we're doing gigs together and we're we're sort of starting again and it's a nice it's a nice feeling. But Good. it's I've I've got to be honest, it's weird being that grown up. Normally there's a catastrophe, either I've yeah. fucked it up or the other person has fucked it up. But this time we've been very civilized, so we're grown up. Good. Which is weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where this is going now. Just waffling. Well, um, oh, I love a, I love to waffle. Don't worry, babe. Um, <laughs> I forget that I'm doing a podcast. I end up just chatting. <laughs> well, I was about just to go like. So you know, I was about to go. So where are you living now? And I think don't ask that because it's a podcast. He's <laughs> got people turning up to his to his town or his village. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually. Well, I mean, Peter, I'll do. I'm in, I'm in West Ham at the minute, so. Yeah, it's all very nice. It's all very lovely. I get to I get to wander around, which is nice. Um, 
what are you up to now then? What's happening with you? Have um, you, you got any, what, what are you working on? Anything? Well, I've got a lingerie collection um, that I bought oh, right. out last year. So with Playful Promises, which is, you know, an extensive size range. So I, I said I wouldn't want to do it unless I did as many sizes as humanly possible. Um, yeah. We have like from like a size eight to a size 26, if I'm, if I'm correct. Okay, um, and like, right. Booby sizes like A to K. So like literally all titties. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I just, well, I wanted something that I couldn't, I couldn't do a collection with someone that was um, inclusive, that was under the name of Self Love Means Beauty without it doing it the most. Um, so I had that first collection came out last year and we've got another one coming out at end of this year. Um, I've got... I've got a few things under that I've been working on. Some of them I can't really can't really say in case. Right. Okay. Actually, just don't. Just yeah. I don't want to jinx it just, or no. get in trouble. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> but <laughs> jinx it or get in trouble. But yeah, just kind of focusing on like doing bigger things with self love brings beauty. And I think I wanted to do a school tour and um, start making kind of starter packs for universities and stuff. But that would involve me travelling and obviously. That's just been put on hold at the moment. So, mm. yeah, a few bits of yeah. that. I've got my own eyelashes in boots at the moment. Um, oh, okay. So just kind of working on working on things like that and just just taking each day as it comes to be on it. Like It's funny about that. You're talking about the bra sizes. I mean, I don't understand how they work, but I know how bras work. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I mean, like... There was that. I read that thing a little while ago, and they said that a lot of women, or most women, don't have the right size bra. And is that? Oh yeah, that's true. Is that because is they is it is it because they're embarrassed to go and get measured up, or or they can't? I don't don't think think they have to. Or I mean, I think it's a mix mix of both. I think it's you know, in some people might be embarrassed to go and get the boobs up. You don't actually have to get your actual boobs out. No. Um, in stores or people just you know, a lot of the time they feel that they can't find their size. Um, in some of the stores that are close to them. Um, so they just get one that kind of feels right, which actually can give you okay. severe back problems and stuff. In, oh, in yeah, the yeah, 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 um, yeah. So it's cool for me to work with a brand that actually has an extensive size um, of like fuller bust and like fuller um, waist bands as well. So it's just like generally. Because yeah. everyone wants to look bloody sexy. Everyone wants to have sexy underwear, whether it's for themselves or their partner. So oh, gotcha. I think it's important to kind of have a, a range that that kind of push that narrative. Of, yeah, nice. And what's it? And what's it called again? Uh, Playful promises. Is Playful the promises, and that is, is, the where, band, is that yeah. available online, or are you in certain shops? Yes. Or? So they have it in. Well, actually, they have a few shops in the US. Actually, like so a few stockists um, in the US, but um, in the UK, it's. Um, on their website, they sell some on Simply B, some on ASOS, and some on Zalando in Europe. Okay. So all online, but um, right. Yeah, well, that's all right. That's brand. good. So just because I know people listen to this and they're going to want to know, so men could take a could take a note from that as well. Uh, someone said the other day that someone put up a thing going, "How long should you wear a pair of pants for?" You know, like, <laughs> one day. What are you doing? One day, you dirty bastard. What? You know. And well, oh, hang on, hang it, on. I thought you meant. How long should you keep 
a pair of pants before buying new ones. Oh, no, no. Some men out there think you can wear them for more nah. than than one nah. day. You're like, mate, no, no, no. Come on, mate. Gross. What are you doing? Gross. Honestly, I know we're in, I know a lot of men take care of their beards now, and there's a lot more stuff for men out there, like grooming products and that. But I'm going to say this now any men listening, get yourself some decent underwear, get a lot of it, and don't wear it for more than a day. Like, don't throw it away. I mean, wash it, but don't. Yeah, unbelievable. And if you the people go, oh, these are my lucky ones. You go, they're, they're threadbare. Your balls are hanging out the bottom. What, what are you Stop doing? It. Stop yeah, it. You know, if not for you, for the person that's got to look at you in them. It just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd hate if, like, if Jade saw me in a pair of scuzzy old underpants, that would be the end. It'd be awful. Yeah. You know, men, sort your lives out. Wear some decent, and they go, oh, no one's going to see it. People are going to see it. The people you live sort with. Sort your pants out. Sort your pants out, mate. And your socks. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just take more, just take more of an effort. Make more of an effort. You know, it doesn't hurt. Get yourself some underwear, mate. That's it. Um, now I'm going off again on this about pants now. Um, Felicity, this has been lovely. I've really enjoyed this. You've been a fantastic guest. Is there anything you want to say before we wrap it up? I'm just, just men, please, please change your pants. That's that's really what's going in my mind <laughs> at the moment you, now, darling. It has shocked me. It's not all men, but yeah. Okay, but you know, as women, like we, I mean... I'm talking for myself, I wear one pair of knickers a day. And, you know, if, if I go out and do an activity, if I go swimming or whatever, I maybe two or three, you know, always have a yes. clean, always have clean knickers or pants, babes. That's a good thing. That's a good way to leave it. Thanks, babes. Where can we find you on the socials? Are you on, you on Instagram and things like that? Yeah, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, I have a Facebook page, but nobody bloody uses that anymore, babes. So just Instagram oh, that's and Twitter. Just, that, yeah, that's just family members um, doing the quizzes. Oh, God. Yeah, just uh, Felicity Hayward, babes. Felicity yeah. Hayward. Just my name. There you go, mate. Lovely. Thank you, Felicity. This has been great. <laughs> nice one, babes. Produced by Paul Daniels at pauldaniels.tv. On the latest Your Next episode, we talk pants with playful promises, Emma Parker. Women are really diverse. Yeah. Mm. And therefore, they will, you know, this diverse range of women want to see people that look like them. Women that are like uh, sort of 45 to 60 buying underwear from our website in the same kind of numbers as women who are 18 to 24. So this idea that it's all young women buying underwear, it's just, it's, I mean, I've got data that tells me that isn't true. (laughs) Search your next episode wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.